At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. What up, folks? Welcome in. It's The Edge here on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. We got a good show on tap for you today. Got a lot of football to go over. Johnny Vell is going to be with us in 30 minutes as we discuss everything the weekend that was in the National Football League. An odd week, right? You know, we talked about uh, Adam Schefter's tweet with these teams that are sub 500. Or 500 or below, mm-hmm. beating teams that were in first place in their division. A couple more, a couple more wins in that situation this weekend. Matt Humans in the National Football League, and as Vinny told us yesterday in the opening lines, varying day I think from shop to shop in the National Football League. Yesterday. Yeah, I think it was a winning day for most of the books. Uh, a solid winner, I would think. And the Buccaneers had to help out the books quite a bit. When you get an upset like that, a nine and a half or ten point favorite that loses by ten, yep. uh, that's going to take down a lot of parlays. And things of that nature. You also had the Cardinals, seven-point favorites, going down to the Panthers. Uh, the Browns getting blown out by our Patriots. That's right. Uh, there was a lot of a lot One of stuff problem. that happened in Week Ten, but that's been the case every week. It's um, you know, say it again. There's there are no great teams in the NFL this season. Uh, last week, I asked you a couple bookmakers, "Is there a great team?" And I got an answer. Oh, the Buccaneers are the closest thing. Now the Bucks have lost two in a row. Right. How about the Rams? They were rising to the top of the power rankings. The Rams, Matthew Stafford, implode at home last Sunday night and lose to the Titans. Now we got the Rams in action again tonight. Yes, we do. So let's start there before we get to the weekend that was. Uh, let's talk about this. The Rams, three and a half with a total of 51 here at the South Point, the book in which we reside at this moment. Uh, down from that four, which I, I kind of expected, you know, something that you and I discussed last week as part of Do the Numbers. We'll ignore the first half of Do the Numbers. Uh, but the second <laughs> half of Do the Numbers, uh, which was, the, look, 
if you're talking about where San Francisco was from a market power rating standpoint throughout this year, humans, every single home game closing as a favorite, laying on average of 3.6 points per game against the likes of the Green Bay Packers, Seattle Seahawks, Indianapolis Colts, right, Arizona Cardinals. So this was going to be a situation where maybe you see the market really adjust, and we saw it, right, from that situation to now catching four at the peak on this line it does seem on the surface like a buy low spot. I've got him in the contest. It's my last play of the week, so I'll be cheering for the San Francisco 49ers tonight. But it does seem like the buy low spot against an overvalued team in their own right, by the way, because the Rams aren't covering numbers this year. No, they're not. And uh, the Rams did pick up Odell Beckham, but they lost Robert Woods. Yep. Uh, so how much better is their offense going to be with Beckham? I wouldn't think much. Actually, I thought Robert Woods was the second most valuable wide receiver on that team, right behind Cooper Cup. And uh, I'm not sure OBJ can step in there and make a difference. Maybe the Rams lose their rhythm a little bit on offense without Woods. Uh, the 49ers at some point got to step up and win a home game. Lost 11 to 12 at home. Mm-hmm. Haven't won a home more than a year. Uh, they, they're going to need a turnover-free performance for the most part from Jimmy G. And uh, that defense is going to have to play a lot better. Some of the numbers indicate the 49ers should be a better team than their record. But they've also turned in some pretty ugly performances, including the last one at home to Colt McCoy and the Cardinals. And uh, the Cardinals didn't look so hot yesterday. No, they didn't. Uh, and as you meant, you kind of alluded to there, right? Overall DVOA by Football Outsiders, this is a matchup of the third best team in the National Football League, being the Los Angeles Rams, against the ninth best team in the National Football League, the San Francisco. You got a top 10 matchup tonight? You got a top 10 wow. matchup. Uh, not only that, how about this? They've fallen a little bit because other teams have played this week. Uh, but this is a matchup of the top overall graded team in the National Football League by PFF standards versus the 11th best team in the National Football League mm. by PFF standards. So I don't know if they're a top 10 team, but I will say, like, I think the results have not been what you expected for the San Francisco 49ers, given what they put out there at times statistically. So we'll see if they can do it against Los Angeles, a team that defensively has shown some cracks throughout the season. Yeah. It's given up some big plays through the air, and maybe Jimmy G can kind of find a semblance of play that took them to the Super Bowl, what, two years ago now. Yeah, you talk about all the big names on the Rams' defense, starting with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. They picked up Von Miller, but that defense has not played that great. And uh, I lean to the Niners. I do not have action on this game tonight. I had a good contest week, 4-1 and one in the Westgate Super Contest and the Circuit Contest. Uh, my sixth pick would have been the Niners tonight. Nice. I did not use it. Um, Makes me feel better. Was fortunate in the Westgate Contest. So I had not put my plays in until later Sunday night, and I got the news about Ben Roethlisberger in time to play the Lions. Yeah. Had a big number in that contest, and, and that obviously paid off, but the circuit deadline was sooner, and um, <laughs> I played a different team. I think I played the Patriots, Eagles, uh, Saints, and Vikings. Those were the four winners. One loser, the Falcons. Do the numbers. Uh, yes. Like I said, we'll, we'll ignore that. Uh, not do the numbers. We're not perfect here. Uh, yeah, I'm three and one. So I'm waiting. I'm hoping that the 49ers can get inside that four uh, to cap off a four and one week myself in the super contest. All right, with that, let's take a look. You mentioned some of the results uh, from last week. So I'll ask you this Were you more impressed, being a pro Patriot show, by the New England Patriots and Mac Jones or by Kansas City getting back on? the horse in terms of the high-powered offense and blowing out the Las Vegas Raiders. I think it was more impressed by the Chiefs because yeah. I, I expected a, a pretty good performance from the Patriots, and we got something a lot better than that from the Pats. We'll talk about that a little bit more. But um, I think the Chiefs, because they, they've been so out of sync offensively, and uh, they had covered two games all season. I think they were 2-7 and seven against the spread this season. 
going into the game last night in Vegas. I liked the Raiders in that game, and uh, I had the Raiders on a teaser. That was a loser. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, 406 yards passing, five touchdowns. Travis Kelsey was an unstoppable weapon. We saw the return of Tyreek Hill making big plays. 516 total yards for the Chiefs and 299 uh, for the Raiders. One for nine on third downs were the Raiders last night, and the Chiefs dominated time of possession. Raiders really uh, sloppy performance, and you kind of get the sense that this team might be unraveling on and off the field, and uh, the Raiders needed a big win. They needed to make a statement and win a division game like that last night against the Chiefs, and uh, they came up woefully short, 41-14. to Game slips over the total of uh, 54.5, and, a half, and uh, the Chiefs did their part not the Raiders, to get there. And uh, I was watching the replay again this morning. I still can't figure out what the hell Deshaun Jackson was doing after that long catch where he runs around in a circle and fumbles the ball. That was a huge play in that game of the Raiders still within striking distance. would have been within one score. It uh, just didn't make any sense what he was doing. So a lot of things uh, going wrong for the Raiders here in the past few weeks. And to your point, uh, the Raiders have a troubled history of doing this, right? Yes. Last year, 6-3. and three. Uh, in terms of starting out the season 6 and 3 in their first 9 games ultimately end 8 and 8 the year before that 2019 they were 6 and 4 after a three game winning streak and beating the Cincinnati Bengals they end that season 7 and 9 that was 2019 so uh, they have a history of getting off to these pretty solid starts and then ultimately fading away in the second half that's happened each of the last two seasons yeah, and it's no happened question. again here uh, so. Patrick Mahomes did not look very sharp last week at home against the Packers. Yep. This week against the Raiders looked like a totally different quarterback. They made some adjustments offensively. I thought they did a great job getting the ball to Travis Kelsey. I don't know if the Chiefs did a great job or the Raiders just did a really poor job once again of uh, not defending Travis Kelsey like they need to. How about this from ESPN Stats and Info? Patrick Mahomes now 11-0 and in road division games in his career. Since the 1970 merger, only two other quarterbacks – had longer road division streaks. Joe Montana with 20 and Peyton Manning with 12. Uh, so the Chiefs played their best game of the season last night on the road. Wow, look at that graphic. It looks fantastic. That is. Good job, crew. Leave that up there because it looks so good, yeah. Yeah. All right, so speaking of quarterbacks to the level of Patrick Mahomes, Joe Montana, and Peyton Manning, Mac Jones yesterday looked pretty incredible. And the New England Patriots are starting to get a little bit better as the season goes along. Oh, yeah. And, again, look, you can do this with almost every team, but with some close losses, specifically to the Dolphins and the Buccaneers, you're looking at a team that was flirting with 8-2. and two. Uh, But right now they're 6-4. and four. Uh, They're winners of four consecutive games, uh, and they've covered those four games. 45-7 to seven the score yesterday as they take care of business against the Cleveland Browns. And I know uh, Mike Rice, who tweeted this out, who covers the New England Patriots, has done it for a long time. Sort of feels like old times. Weather's getting colder. Patriots rounding into form. Possibilities are intriguing, and it's a fourth-quarter party at Gillette with a comfortable lead. Look out, baby. Hey, and Bill Belichick's defense is starting to dominate. Definitely did yesterday taking down the Browns, who scored the first touchdown and then uh, gave up 45 unanswered points. 45-7. How about that? So we had a rocking chair winner right side with the Patriots uh, yesterday. I didn't understand that line when it opened one and a half. I thought there should have been a lot more betting support for the Pats. 34 downs, 452 yards. Mac Jones, 19 for 23. Three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, was sacked twice. But the, um, the Patriots also ran the ball really effectively with Ramondre Stevenson yesterday, even with Damian Harris out. Uh, a lot of encouraging signs for the Pats. You know, it's not really how you play in September and October, even though you don't want to fall out of the race or fall too far behind in the division. I was discouraged that the Pats were not winning some of those close games at home, specifically against 
the Bucks, and the Cowboys. Yep. That was a tough one to take when they were three-and-a-half-point home dogs and lost to the Cowboys by six in overtime. They have five of their first seven games at home. They did not take advantage of that schedule, but now they've been on a real roll and won a couple of big road games and uh, have won and covered four in a row. And don't look now, but the Pats are alive to win the AFC East and uh, probably going to be a playoff team. Yeah, they are. And uh, we'll see if they can get to that win total, right? The nine and a half uh, was the win total. No, I had the Patriots over eight and a half and over nine. Ooh, eight and a half. Okay. Over so eight and a half and, nine and nine over half, nine. Yeah. Two bets there. So they have to get to 10 wins to win that over nine, obviously. I and do that's have a, be a tough task, but they're six and four right now. I know you and I both share a Patriots to make the postseason ticket, though. We got plus 125 on that. Yeah. So uh, we are. Very much a pro-Patriots show here. We're also a very pro-BetMGM show. All the football and basketball action you need at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000. And your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you'll also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. From epic touchdowns to spectacular slam dunks, the king of sportsbooks takes every play to a thrilling new level. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. All right, on the other side, uh, we're going to touch on this Seahawks contest. Russell Wilson making a little bit of negative history there. Spin that forward, too. It is The Edge here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. 
Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here right now. When you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, it's limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Speaking of Black Friday, we'll be here. Well, I will be. On that's the right. Yeah, that's right. Day after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, we'll be here. You a Black Friday guy? No days of. What do you mean? I've gone out twice on Black Friday. You get some sweet deals. Yeah, I'll go shopping. I'll go to McDonald's to buy a McRib. (laughs) If they're still available. That's it. It's no shopping. Uh, I I think it's a sweet deal, especially like TVs, things like that. I saw you you put up a photo last week. You were pushing around a shopping cart. Yeah, grocery shopping. You know, I've never pushed around a shopping shopping cart. You've never been grocery shopping. I don't, I don't push around the cart. I just take whatever I can hold in my hands, and that's it, and then I leave. You don't even get, like, the little uh, handheld basket? I don't like the hand basket. You kind of swing it while you walk? Whatever you know? I can carry in my hands, that's it, and then I leave. <laughs> I, I, I do that. Well, one, I have to shop for family, unlike you, so I have to get a lot of stuff. I can't really carry it around. But really, it's about we've all been there before where you walk into the store, and you're like, I just need this. Uh-huh. And then by, like, the time, you're just, like, balancing everything, and you're like, bleep it. Like, I got to get a cart. Yeah. So never a shopping cart, man, nah. huh? Uh, I'm going to push a shopping Not cart. manly to sh- push around a shopping cart. You should have seen me the other day when my kid requested the fire truck shopping cart. And we were pushing that thing around. Well, if you got a kid, I guess you have no choice. Handled nicely. Uh, all right. If you got a kid, push a shopping cart. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the day. Oh, trust me. <laughs> and, see, right now, he's at the age where he's offering to do everything, but he can't. Oh, trust me. <laughs> I was like, just wait, kid. You'll be there. All right, 17 to nothing. That was the score. Green Bay Packers, Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to get to this really quick before we move on. Now, we got a lot of basketball stuff to get to. We're going to talk to Johnny Velo as well. But uh, how about this stat? Because Russell Wilson did not have a great day. Uh, this is a pretty good one. Russell Wilson shut out for the first time in his NFL career. That's 166 career starts. It includes the playoffs. But Russ bought clearly, as you see the big goose egg right there, clearly uncomfortable, right, in his return back from an injury. And, by the way, on the early part of that timeline, right, remember it was four to six weeks, mm-hmm. and he comes back on the early half of that, only missing three games. You and I talked about this. It's tough to not only miss a few games, come back in action against a team like the Green Bay Packers, but then you're also going on the road, and that weather might have been a little bit colder. You don't know how the hand felt, too, in the first action. 
So I would think now coming back around, small home underdog to the Arizona Cardinals, maybe you get a better effort from Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. But as we talked about coming into the season, this is clearly a very flawed team. The mm-hmm. Seattle Seahawks. Oh, they're done. They're n- that's not a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, at this point, it's just. I was one find, of the only. Can you find spots to bet the Seahawks at some point in the second half? Yeah, you'll find a few spots. We got a big goose egg there. Russell Wilson uh, last night. You you might have expected, uh, you know, if both guys were fully healthy and Aaron Rodgers came back, the immunized Aaron Rodgers came back from his one week COVID absence. Both those guys uh, looked a little rusty, especially Rusty Wilson last night. Yeah. But. Typically, you would expect a shootout with those two quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers get together, and you have the lowest-scoring first half in any game in the NFL this season. Mm-hmm. 3 nothing. Packers lead at the half. Total was 49 in that game. There was a little bit of snow at Lambeau. You're right. In those conditions, I think it probably made it more difficult to, for Russell Wilson with that finger injury to grip the ball. I thought he threw the ball okay, but you could tell he was uh, definitely out of sync. And At the end of the game, you had uh, – uh, Metcalf, DK Metcalf, acting like a clown, grabbing Packers players' face mask, and uh, it just seems like the Seahawks are coming apart at the seams. Yeah, and Russell. So there was a couple of uh, unRust-like um, statistics from him yesterday too. Uh, play is throws of twenty or more yards downfield. He was 0 of seven. Committed two turnover-worthy plays and mm-hmm. threw an interception. Uh, and he, it's not for lack of trying. His average depth of target against the uh, the Packers in that game was actually 12 yards downfield. Yeah. So I think you could maybe make an argument, ah, take, what's, take what's coming to you, Russ. You don't have to continue. Well, he also take threw some downfield. balls up for grabs. He threw yep. some deep balls up for grabs yesterday, just hoping to make a play. Why don't you talk about the Steelers and Big Ben? Prayer points or prairie, prairie yards, yards yep. where they get those big plays where Big Ben just throws a deep downfield. I kind of felt like that's what uh, Wilson was doing yesterday. 20 minutes. Uh, about 21 minutes, time of possession. That's terrible. Seahawks still haven't developed a running game. 208 total yards. Tough team to bet on uh, right now. And uh, you got the Packers at a cheap price yesterday. There was a, there was some betting action on the Seahawks because of Russell Wilson's return. A little question about Aaron Rodgers' status. And uh, the Packers easily the right side, even though Aaron Rodgers did not look that good. I got one more for you, too. How about the Packers, by the way? Yeah. 9-0 and against the spread since that week one blowout uh, to the Saints. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they continue to cover these numbers. They're a good team. I've been impressed with them defensively. Mm-hmm. Like, And I don't know if they're one of the best defenses in the National Football League, but over the last two weeks, right, doing what they did to Patrick Mahomes after what we just saw, by the way, this last week, sure. we know that's still in them, yeah. uh, and then being able to – and we could talk about the injury, but being at to absolutely just suffocate the Seattle Seahawks to the point where they were getting absolutely nothing offensively, Packers look like a legitimately complete team, especially once Aaron Rodgers is going to get comfortable mm-hmm. again offensively. We'll look this up for you. I think the Packers has been, have been as good as it gets in terms of consistency in the NFL up to this point. We said nine straight covers uh, for that team, pretty impressive. And like you said, the defense has, uh, I think, played above expectations. I'm going to ask you tomorrow, and um, we'll get, we'll get Johnny Avello's opinion here in about 15 minutes. If you had to pick a Super Bowl matchup today, what would it be? Somebody asked me this as uh, I was walking into Circa last night. What's your Super Bowl matchup? I'll tell you what my answer was uh, tomorrow. We'll get your answer and uh, see what Johnny says here in about 15 minutes. I think it's, it's tough. It's a tough question to answer right now. Do you want me to tell you what my preseason was one in the guide? Because it's not going to be the same thing. Uh, man, I'd have to look up what mine was. I, I think know what I mine had. Was. I think I had Buccaneers, Patriots. Want to know what mine was? What'd you have? Packers, Browns. Okay. Now I don't think it's going to be the Browns. 
Uh, all right, so this is, the, this is what I was looking up for you really quickly as we're recapping everything that happened over the weekend because it wasn't a surprising result given what we know about the Minnesota mm-hmm. Vikings. Uh, but now that we're starting to see Justin Herbert and the Chargers, the luster has worn off. They have lost quite a few games. How about this? Justin Herbert right now, Matt Eumanns, 32nd among 36 qualified, 37 qualified quarterbacks in average depth of target this season, only 7.5 yards downfield. Uh, according to PFF, that is actually a lower depth of target than Alex Smith in his final year with the Kansas City Chiefs. How about that? That's surprising. He didn't have one attempt of 20 or more yards downfield against the Minnesota Vikings over the weekend. And he's got the receivers to go deep. Joe Lombardi, the uh, Chargers offensive coordinator, came over from the Saints. And this offense uh, for the Chargers got off to a hot start. But, man, the past few weeks have been rough. Yep. So we'll see if that's going to continue. But Justin Herbert, the Chargers, uh, definitely in a little bit of a lull. And that defense is not getting any better. Uh, With that, uh, we have 11 games in the NBA tonight. And uh, there's a lot going on on the card, too. There's a lot of good games. It's one of the better cards. And actually, today as a whole is insane. There's a lot of good college basketball games. Mm -hmm. There's really good card uh, in the association as well. Three bets, or excuse me, two bets up in the uh, best bets column up there on vcin.com if you want to check that out. But we'll go around to a couple of key games here, Matt Eubens, before we get to the best bets at the end of the show because we don't want to give away everything here. Uh, But we will point out that, one, the Chicago Bulls are taking on the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. And how about Anthony Davis? Davis, over the last four games, has been playing some pretty good basketball. Lakers have covered three out of four games, so maybe starting to find a little bit of continuity. He's averaging 28-12 and on 51% shooting, but they're one-point underdogs tonight against the Chicago Bulls who are in the midst of a uh, West Coast trip. It's their third game in four nights on the West Coast for the Chicago Bulls. Mm -hmm. Both teams are on the second leg of back-to-back, but... Relatively challenging situation for Chicago, who's pretty thin, but we do get Kobe White back tonight. But the Lakers may be starting to find some continuity here. Yeah, I'm not so. going to believe that. No? <clears throat> not yet. No, I don't think the uh, the Lakers are a bettable team uh, yet, at least on a consistent basis. But the Bulls playing a back-to-back here. They beat your Clippers last night, 100-90. Snapped the seven-game uh, Yeah, they got blown out in San Francisco by the Warriors on Friday night. Lost that game by 26. Uh, so it was a rough start to the West Coast trip for the Bulls. I just don't uh, – I, I still have not um, got to the point where I believe in the Lakers without LeBron. I, could, I think they're going to be very inconsistent. And when's he going to be back, by the way? Got it within a week? Uh, two weeks maybe. Who knows? It's an abdominal injury. It sounds relatively serious. And uh, the rumblings and reports are that it's a little bit more serious than the Lakers are oh, letting Frank on. Vogel said yesterday it's truly a day-to-day situation. Yes, so the day-to-day over the next, like, three weeks probably is going to be the case. <laughs> Um, also, I will quiz did you, you. Bet, did you bet the Bulls-Lakers? This one? Yeah. Did you no, bet? no oh, okay. I didn't. I don't have this one. Uh, actually, I kind of think it's a buy-low spot. I've not eliminated betting on the Lakers. Maybe an in-game thing if I get a little bit of a higher number if the, mm-hmm. uh, the Bulls come out and play uh, very well. Yeah, I, see, I don't like to bet games like this where you get a one-point yeah, favorite either way. You can just lie better. There's so many swings and runs in an NBA game. You know you can get a better number. I mean, 95% of the time you can get a better number, right? Yep. All right, I have a quiz for you. The hottest team in the NBA is who? Well, it's not the Clippers now. No, it is not. Who has the longest active winning streak right now in the NBA? Uh, Man, that's a good question. Key word is hot. Heat. Miami Heat. Oh, the Phoenix Suns. (laughs) I know know it's not the Heat. Uh, The Heat have been a little bit hot and cold. Yep, Phoenix Suns. 8-0 straight up, 7-1 ATS in their last eight games, outscoring opponents by 12.2 points every 100 possessions. And they take on a team that is 1-7 straight up and against the spread later tonight in the Minnesota Timberwolves. Most impressive part is the fact that the Suns have done this without DeAndre Ayton. 
Aiton has not been playing for them. Now, the schedule's been kind of light, mm-hmm. but uh, Phoenix Suns starting to sh- round into form here a little bit, so keep that in mind. Now, they're only See, three and a half See, that's another thing quickly to mention about the uh, the Lakers. I watched Carl Anthony Towns and the T-Wolves embarrass the Lakers last week, 107-83. to 83. That's why you mentioned covered three out of four. You don't mention the fact that uh, they just got absolutely wrecked by Minnesota. Yeah. Johnny Avello joins us next. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Oh, we're getting some Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, we're having fun off the air. Hey, welcome back. This segment with Johnny Vell brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Fresh way to enjoy nicotine with all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. No batteries to charge leaky equipment to deal with. Zid Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical one of these days i hope we can do like a cool back and forth where we alternate lines on this read like a good duo type thing you know one of these days one of these days uh let's welcome in johnny avello the head honcho over at DraftKings, runs the show for the sportsbook johnny it's always good to talk to you sir uh let's go back to the weekend here uh, really quickly we were talking with Vinny mayulo on opening lines last night he said probably the results of the weekend would vary shop to shop so we'll ask you how did it go for DraftKings? Uh, it went very well um, we had a, another good day. It was a, a tremendous day. We, the, uh, chiefs cost us quite a bit. That was our biggest loss of the day. The better games for us were the bucks, uh, that turned out well. Uh, the, uh, Browns and Patriots turned out well. And, uh, a couple of afternoon games worked out well for us. The Packer game did not, uh, but overall it was a good day. And, uh, that's three weeks in a row that, been a plus side for the house. Yeah, let's rewind a little bit to last night in Las Vegas because I think a lot of books were in position to be a pretty good winner yesterday. Maybe uh, the Chiefs ate into those profits a little bit with their 41-14 to blowout of the Raiders. Now, I think there's probably a little bit more action on the Raiders in Vegas than there was nationally. But, Johnny, I think you told me last night that you have an avalanche of Chiefs action in the last uh, couple hours before that game, right? Yeah, the game just, you know, the game's sitting around two and a half all week, and then all of a sudden two and a half minus 20, getting close to game time, and then we actually closed three. Uh, so it was all Chiefs. And, you know, that, that's what's going to happen. People say, where do you stand on a game? Sometimes it's hard to say uh, until we do get to the last half hour. On a Sunday morning, you know, we have a better idea, but there's big plays that come in in the last 10 or 15 minutes before the game starts. And last night's game was no exception. Well, when you uh, watched that, what did you take away from it last night? Are the Raiders unraveling before our eyes now on and off the field? Are the Chiefs getting it back together? Is it just one game you don't make too much of it? Oh, well, I can. I think the Raiders are finished for the year as far as uh, playoffs are concerned. Uh, they lost their coach, and that was a big hit for them. Uh, you know, then they, they had personnel problems. And, you know, so it's it's unraveling, as you called it, Matt. Uh, they're going to win a couple more games probably during the year, get it together a little bit. But uh, it's just not – it didn't turn out the way they expected or the fans expected. Um, so, yeah, I, for the Chiefs, I, I, I don't know. 
was a good game for the Chiefs last night. Are the Chiefs back? Uh, that's a tough answer. I can tell you that over the last three weeks, their defense has played a lot better. So that makes them, you know, more of a viable contender. And last night we saw the old Chief offense. But, you know, will that continue? We'll see. You know, humans has been uh, talking about this topic of no real elite teams, John, but brought up a good point that since that loss to the New Orleans Saints, this Green Bay Packers squad has covered nine consecutive games and they continue to find themselves at the top of the NFC. Where do you power rate Green Bay? And from like a liability standpoint, how much support have you gotten on them throughout the season? I, I have the Green Bay Packers right there in like the third highest power rating. Um, the way I look at these teams, uh, JVT, is – there's some there's some contenders right now, um, I, and I see the Bills, the the Bucks, Packers, Titans, uh, Cowboys, Rams, Cards, Pats, and Chiefs. I see all those teams right now as a team that can win the Super Bowl. And then I look in, at other teams who could have a chance as the season moves on, the, and that that includes the whole AFC North. Uh, and, and and the Ravens is in that package, too. Um, other teams are the Colts, Seahawks, Vikings, Saints, and Panthers. Um, the Redskins are out because of Young, in my opinion, and now the Raiders because of the loss last night. But that's the way I'm, I'm kind of sizing up the NFL. All right, before we get to Monday night's game, let's look at some of these games in Week 11. You just talked about the Bills. They are seven-point home favorites over the Colts. And... Uh, Johnny, do they deserve to be full seven-point favorites here? Uh, and how is that game going to be bet? I'm, I'm a little bit interested in the Colts here catching seven. What do you think? I think that I think the seven is deserving of being that uh, a full touchdown, Matt. You know, you got to give the Bills a minimum of the three for home field, and then uh, you know I think the the power rating shows that they're they're probably four points better than the Colts, close to four anyway. Uh, you know, I think three and a half was the original number. So it got pushed to seven. Uh, I wouldn't fault anybody for betting the Colts. Uh, I've had a good eye on dogs this year. So, and I'm, you know, I'm usually a guy that looks at underdogs to begin with. So uh, some of the plays that I'm looking at this year have kind of been right spot on. But there's got to come a point where these favorites start to win. And you know when that's going to be? That's going to be when we get closer to playoffs. You're probably going to see a bunch of favorites win during the playoffs. You know, sometimes I get surprised by line moves by Sunday. Is there, is there a chance that the Bills could go to seven and a half in that game? Do you not want to jump the gun on the Colts? And then tell me where you think this Packers-Vikings line closes right now. Packers two and a half on the road. Uh, I would say that the Bills have a chance to go to seven and a half because we're a little juiced on the seven at three nickels right now. So that always means that we're a little heavy on one side and there could be a pit push going that way. And of course, a guy like you are going to gobble it up when you see it. And so may some other sharps on the Packers game. It's kind of the same similar situation. We opened at two. We're at two and a half or two and a half minus 20. Uh, and certainly the next push is to get the three. And I, it looks like we're going to end up getting there. John, there's a couple of games that are pretty interesting from a number standpoint. You know, one of the teams that humans and I have been following, do you think the pay, uh, Patriots, by the time we get to uh, Thursday, you know, against a Falcons team that hit rock bottom this past Sunday against the Cowboys, does that get to that full seven? You know, I, I like this team a lot. Um, 
I just think this game is a little overpriced. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go back and look at the summer line way, way back, we had the Falcons one and a half point favorite. And then if you look at the early line this week, we opened them up four. Now it's up to six and a half. Um, I, you know, the Patriots are playing good. I like that team. I think that team is a team definitely for the future, may even make the playoffs this year. But, you know, Atlanta lost this week, and they did win three of four prior to that. So they were playing a little bit better. Uh, so I don't know if, you know, this is being looked at that way or it's just being looked at Atlanta's terrible game this past Sunday. Because it's getting – the six and a half looks to be a little high in my eyes. Uh, so will it go to seven? I don't think so. But, you know, even six and a half looks a bit high. All right, let's go to a couple of others before we get John out of here. Uh, and actually, before we get to the rest of the week, we haven't even asked you, so let's ask you about this. How are you shaping up tonight on Monday Night Football? Rams 49ers, we saw the fours pop up across the board early in the week. Now we're sitting at three and a half in a lot of spots. Yeah, it's all pretty much Rams. Uh, you know, we're we're heavy on the Rams side. We're heavy on the Rams money line. Uh, the over's probably not 60-40 towards the over. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know if they're going to stop betting the Rams. The 49ers haven't showed much at all as of late. Uh, and, you know, the Rams could be, uh, you know, more at full strength tonight. They're, they still have some injuries at wide receiver, but, uh, you know, they could get uh, Beckham in there tonight and, you know, could see uh, the, the new, their new defensive end or linebacker. JVT, did you take the four with the Niners for a bet or just a contest play? Just the contest okay. play. Yeah. All right. Johnny, uh, probably the biggest bet game on the board in week 11 uh, I would think it's going to be Cowboys Chiefs. Right now, you got the Chiefs uh, favored by two. Some spots got two and a half. Total total is up to fifty five and a half for fifty six. How do you think that game's going to be bet in Kansas City? Well, with the Cowboys playing as well as they are, uh, I don't think this game's going to see three. Uh, you know, could even I think two and a half is probably the right number. Could even be two. Uh, people, if you're going to bet this game, and, and I know our the way our uh, clientele usually bets it they're not going to take the two and a half. They're going to take the money line on the Cowboys. So I would expect to be heavy on, on the Cowboys on that side of it. All right. JVT called it last night. He said he thought the Bengals would be favorites in this game against the Raiders. Three weeks ago, the Bengals were the number one seed in the AFC and the Raiders are number two. How far have these teams fallen in the past three weeks? Are the Bengals going to go off as favorites in Vegas? <laughs> uh I don't know. He, you know, sitting at one, it's could be a pick. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's either pick or one. Either either side. Right. I. Yeah. Both teams are. Both teams need a win here for sure. But I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Either way, one, one, one side or the other. John Avello again over at DraftKings. Johnny, it's good to talk to you. So we're up against it. So thank you for the time. You're welcome, guys. Yeah, Bengals won across the board. That was one of those moves overnight. Wouldn't be surprised. Everybody remembers what they saw last. Yeah, Actually. Circus got pick'em, but almost uh, every other book in town is a Bengals minus one. All right, best bets on the other side. A recap and uh, some plays for this evening, both in the professional and college hoops ranks from the two of us here on the Edge.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, breaking news. We have a new prop tracker available on vsin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vsin.com to get the current odds as well as movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vsin.com slash NFL. JVT, let's get the best bets, recap the weekend, and uh, some plays for tonight. Yes, yes, indeed. All right, so uh, recap from Friday in the NBA, which is where we will begin. Hornets plus one and a half over the Knicks. Get it done, down big. Ultimately come back, win that game outright. Nets minus seven and a half. A little bit of drama in this one for those who did not follow. Uh, Knicks or Nets laying seven and a half, up seven. 
But the Pelicans had the ball, and the shot clock was off after four offensive rebounds and not a make. Nets get a rebound. Josh Hart fouls Kevin Durant with 1.4 left on the clock. Oh, 1.4. Yep. A seven-point game? Yeah. And Hart You're not going to complain, but why the hell would you do that? Well, Hart looked very unhappy. It, didn't really, it was kind of a phantom call really? a, a little bit. Okay. But uh, the worst part was close nine. Kevin Durant misses the first free throw. Oh, he but, didn't miss free throws. <laughs> but hits the second. You cover the seven and a half. You don't get the push on the nine. Uh, so a winner there. And the Suns just demolished the Grizzlies. Mm. And this one was uh, close. It's about two-point favorites. Open one and a half early, uh, very much the wrong number. I know we say that all the time, but yeah. yes, the wrong team was well, favored. Well, as I there. mentioned early in the show, JVT, the Suns are the hottest team in the association. That's, that's very true. Yes. Yeah. So uh, three and zero on Friday. So that's a good a good day. Let's uh, carry it over. Hopefully to Monday. Knicks minus three and a half against the Pacers. Oh, you're on the Knicks bandwagon. Yeah, so I'm going to attempt to buy low here on the Knickerbockers, and there, there's a couple of reasons why. But the Indiana Pacers, and they've been playing some pretty good basketball up to this point. Uh, but if you look at what has been ailing the Indiana Pacers this year, it's been their defense, namely their perimeter defense, right? Uh, give up a good amount of threes, 25th in opponent three-point percentage overall, 37%. We know that the Knicks, of course, are a good three-point shooting team. They want to shoot a lot of threes. Troubling trend, by the way, emerging for the Knicks. How about this? They are first in net rating in the first half this year, plus 8.9. They are 28th. And second half net rating at negative 9.6. I wonder what that is. Starters playing too many minutes? Uh, it could be. Or Tim, Tom Thibodeau, dare we say, a lack of adjustment in the way that you're playing. Mm-hmm. Right? Offensively, all of a sudden, when your shots start falling, you don't really adjust the way you play offensively. You just I like, keep you know, I like Thibodeau a lot. He, he was a really good defensive coach when he was with the Celtics. But I do think that uh, he rides his veterans. He rides his starting five too hard. And he doesn't develop the guys off the bench. Yep. He doesn't trust his bench. Well, it's weird, too, because their bench statistically is much better than their starting lineup, which is a little odd, right? You would think you'd trust them a little bit more. But regardless, I think it's a good spot. You blow that big lead against Charlotte. You have two days to think about it. Come back home against an Indiana team that beats you last and gives up some um, some good shooting to opponents on the three-point perimeter. So, Knicks, minus three and a half there. And uh, this is actually a poor number. You can get 12 right now. Uh, but I have, I've been kind of harping on this, and it's why we played the Suns on Friday against the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are not as good as the market indicates. Over the last three games, they're negative 15. 15.9 net rating is the worst in the NBA. Actually, 0.3 points worse than the Houston Rockets, who they're playing today. Rockets, a much better team defensively. Actually, 5.6 fewer points allowed per 100 mm-hmm. possessions, the Houston Rockets. This is just, I think, an overvalued Memphis Grizzlies team. I get the Rockets aren't good, but it, the Grizzlies aren't a team that should be laying 11, 12 points in my mind. So give me the Rockets plus 11 against the Memphis Grizzlies. Continue to play on this theme that the Grizzlies are not that good. Uh, we'll roll through the others a little bit quicker, right? By the way, your NBA season record. 20 and 9. Yeah, nice I think, job. by the way, I think that's 19 and 9. I have that down in my okay. book, so uh, I'll double check that. But regardless, uh, good start. So hopefully that continues. Um, really quickly, college hoops over the weekend. We don't have to spend a lot of time oh, on man. Texas, uh, 7 and a half, losing to Gonzaga. The uh, only thing I'll say about that game, and I lost it too, yeah. I, I probably get a little bit too excited about Chris Beard and the coaching angle yeah. sometimes. And I was too optimistic about the transfers. And this Texas team just needs more time to develop with all those new faces. And on top of that, the Zags played their A game, and the Longhorns probably played their C-minus game. It's oh, just, no answer for uh, Timmy. They got overwhelmed in Spokane. Drew, Kent, Drew Timmy went off, did not defend him the right way. But uh, that was just a, a misread. Uh, probably jumped the gun on Texas yep. uh, too soon. But, uh, so for college hoops, I'm actually going to add a play very quickly. You and I were talking about this off the air. San Diego's catching three and a half against Cal. We got to watch Cal over the weekend uh, take on UNLV. I haven't been overly impressed with uh, – 
Cal, but the Toreros look really solid. Yeah. They were catching four. They're clearly undervalued by the market, too. Catching 14 against Nevada. They win that one outright, 75-68. to 68. Got some really good players on this team. Terrell Brown was fantastic against Nevada. They got a good backcourt led by Jace Townsend. I like what the Toreros bring to the table here. I think Cal's a little overvalued. Ken Palm had this as a six-point win for the Golden Bears. I don't think that's the case. So give me the three-and-a-half there with San Diego. And then uh, to recap the weekend, one and two in the National Football League. Patriots minus one-and-a-half get the win. Falcons get blown out. Raiders ruin the teaser there. Vikings won outright. So one and two. And in addition to the National Football League for this week, Matt Humans, I will continue the play against the Tennessee Titans. Give me the Houston Texans plus ten-and-a-half against the Tennessee Titans this weekend. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. It's got to be, at some point the Titans have to hit a flat spot. Yeah, at some point they haven't hit it yet, and they didn't cover they, this weekend, right? Well, uh, they did survive. Well, that was one of those again went the, down to the wire, coin flip, uh, point spread results. I love those where you're cheering for a team, score, 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 and then they're going for two, and you're like, don't score, don't score against the team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, NFL recap quickly. Uh, I said I went four and one in the contest. I also played the Eagles and the Saints yep. in the contest. Did not put them up here on this show. I did put the Patriots up, Vikings up. And then uh, the Falcons with the loser, and then that uh, Raiders teaser loser. So two and two, and now twenty and fifteen on the NFL college football. I jumped the gun on the Iowa Hawkeyes last week. I laid five and a half. The number dipped to four, and they won by five. That one hurts. They also have first and goal late in the game, and of course kicked a field goal. Uh, Penn State, big game. James Franklin can't get it done, and uh, Penn State gives up a late TD, loses twenty-one seventeen to Michigan. So started zero and two in the Big Ten. Got a winner with Baylor. Finally, Oklahoma gets exposed in yep. a loss. Uh, Caleb Williams bench. Spencer Rattler back in in that game for the Sooners. Uh, so they're spinning their wheels on offense. Lost with the two big dogs, Tennessee and Purdue. Uh, one with Nevada, plus three, and a two-point loss at San Diego State. And Notre Dame, the best bet I had up there on the board, Irish uh, capitalized on Brennan Armstrong, the Cavaliers quarterback, being out. I laid five and a half. That number shut up to nine and a half. And uh, Irish won 28 to three. So uh, three and four in college football. College Hoops, winner with BYU over San Diego State. Uh, Cougars laid three in Provo, one by six. Tough beat, the brutal beat of uh, the college hoop season so far. Villanova plus four had a 10 point lead with about eight yeah. minutes to go. They blow it in the final two minutes, goes to overtime, dog and they lose by, what, eight in overtime? Yep. I don't know. The uh, eight or nine, yeah. overtime where dogs go to die. And then the Texas loser. So five and four on college hoops. I did play Texas Tech against Prairie View uh, tonight, and this is mostly – I like this Tech team uh, quite a bit, but th- this is also a play against Prairie View. Check out the schedule early in the season for the Prairie View A&M Panthers. Uh, they played – at St. Mary's on November 9th, on the played 11th, four, played at San Francisco, <laughs> played at Michigan on Friday, at Oklahoma State on uh, Saturday. No, this is their third game of four nights, right? They played Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So you got three games in four days at Michigan, at Oklahoma State, and at Texas Tech. This team's got to be completely worn out. By the way, they let, they trailed. Oklahoma State 38-15 to 15 at the half yesterday. Uh, so I laid 22.5 with Texas Tech. I think that number is now up to 23.5 for 24. But it's a really negative scheduling spot for Prairie View. You're not going to find the scheduling spot worse than that the no. entire season. At Michigan, at Oklahoma State, at Texas Tech in the span of uh, four days. Also uh, considered a few other plays tonight, one that you have. Uh, I'm looking at Marquette catching points against Illinois. 
And um, North Dakota State catching four here at UNLV. The Rebels really struggling offensively. Uh, but I'm not sure if I'm going to play that. I did look at the game you've got as a best bet tonight. San Diego, Cal. San Diego against Cal, which might be the worst team in the Pac-12. Yeah. The Golden Bears are bad. UNLV barely beat that Cal team 55-52 over the weekend here in Vegas. Yeah. <clears throat> Not a good offensive there's performance. A, there's a big college hoops card tonight. Oh, it's great, man. We haven't admitted, like we have a, like a whole bunch of other games, right? You get to see uh, Providence. As you mentioned Providence, Wisconsin. Southern Utah, St. Mary's is going to be a pretty interesting game. Oregon State's a favorite on the road against Tulsa. Long Beach State at UCLA. How the Bruins handle that one? You, you would think that's a, a flat spot for the Bruins yep. off that big win against Villanova, but um, I did not take Ooh. the points with Long Beach there. How about San Jose was, and Stanford? He's going to bring that up. Uh, Stanford's in the running for the worst team in the Pac-12, too. The Cardinal uh, got blown out at Santa Clara over the weekend, 88-72. to 72 mm-hmm. As a three-point favorite. Yep. Man, things are going south at Stanford football and basketball. And San Jose State, I don't I like they're gonna be a bad team, but I don't know how bad they're really going to be. Look pretty good offensively against Cal State Fullerton, right? They I think they have a pretty high ceiling for you know a team of their level mm-hmm. on the offensive end of the floor. By the way, it could get better if they get a, a key guy back on the floor if his hearing goes well this week too for San Jose State. But yeah, opened up twenty and a half, and I think it's down to what, eighteen and a half against uh, Stanford? Eighteen and a half, nineteen. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Well, that does it for us uh, here on The Edge. If you missed out on any part of this show, your favorite VEASAN shows, you know where to go by now, VEASAN.com slash podcast. Like, rate, review, subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. VEASAN Best Bets is the podcast feed there. Or VEASAN.com slash JVT. I hear it's a wonderful site where they, you know, write up every single NBA game, including all 11 today. Stormy Bonatoni's got my guys in the desert next here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We will see you tomorrow here on The Edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.